listening to another hope-filled message from Life. For more information about our church, visit lifeau.org. Mother's Day, we have a, a great service and a great time of encouragement. We've got flowers and candles and all that kind of stuff. But a men's day... Often it can be seen as, oh, this is the moment where it's just going to be like in your face. Come on, man, toughen up. Let's go. Hurry up. Like, no, no, no. I reckon tonight we're just going to have a good time of encouragement. Come on. A good time is coming. Go on, mate. You guys are legends. And uh, you got a God who is for you, and there is great things in store for you. Because encouragement is a powerful, powerful thing. Who loves to be encouraged? Whose love language is words? How great is it? being encouraged if you got a love language of words. It's just amazing. You just like, wow. It's just like goes through the roof. Like, um, I wouldn't say that words are my direct like main love language, but there's nothing like being encouraged. It doesn't matter if it's your main line or not. It's an encouragement. Something enlarges within you. It gives you an ability to go further, to do more. And yesterday we were uh, just going to go to our son's prize giving for uh, rugby league. And and, you know, I just I dressed and I said, kids, we've got to go. And um, I was walking down the hallway and then Hope pops out of her room. Our daughter, she's five, and she goes, Dad, why are you dressed so handsome? And, oh, I'm going to tell you, something happened in that moment. Like, I enlarged, man. I went too big. I'm stuck in the corridor now. I'm stuck in the foyer. Like, Babe, help. Honey, do you want a pony? Like, what do you want? Like, you can have anything. There's something about genuine encouragement that brings great enlargement. And tonight I want to encourage us. I want to encourage you men that, uh, come on, you've got a God that has for you. Come on, you're not a God who's like going, come on, mate, step it up. Oh, you're not doing enough. You know the jobs around the house you should have done by now. Listen to the dripping tap. All of it, like, come on, over and over. I'm telling you, women, if you'd love your men to do something, encourage them. Nadia wants me to build this thing for hope in her room, this little, like, tenty kind of like, it's like oh, because she can sit and read in there. She's not going to sit and read in there. Like, and anyway... Nadia's convinced. She so would. So Nadia's tactic isn't like, come on, will you build that? Come on, will you build that? She goes, Hope, how awesome is this? Hope's like, wow. She's like, your dad can build that. <laughs> Honestly, he's so clever. He's so, oh, he would just be so, that would look so, don't you think dad would be so awesome at doing that? And then everything inside of you is wanting to be like, nah, nah. But it's like, oh, maybe, yeah, I, I can. I, I, yes, yes, I can, yeah encouragement takes you from a place of wanting to do little to actually a place that you want to do so much more. It enlarges you. It enlarges you. I don't want blokes, I don't want you to feel beat up tonight. And I know that we've got obviously um, not just a service of men here, um, but I, I believe it's going to be encouragement to all of you. Because we honor Father's Day, and Father's Day obviously is, uh, you know, Men's Day. We're, we're honoring the men in the room. We're honoring uh, all men. But ultimately, we've got a Heavenly Father. And uh, it's pretty cool to honor him on Father's Day and say, thank you. <laughs> thank you for believing in us. Thank you for dreaming of us. Thank you for creating us. Thank you. And out of the things that, and the way that God operates and speaks into our life, I want to take some encouragement from that. But then I reckon it's also stuff that then we can model in our lives and how we live our lives, whether you're male or female. It's things that we can take, come on, and invest into somebody else, which is cool. But who wants to see the, the practical uh, power of encouragement? Who would love to see a true demonstration of encouragement? Well, I thought I'd get up uh, someone up here. They, they don't know this is happening. Um, so now everybody's like, oh, my gosh, who is this? Who is this? I'm going to get up uh, one of uh, our legends, and that's Luke. Uh, Luke, he's an amazing man. He's an incredible guy. He is single. And um, 
He, uh, he needs subtitles sometimes, and, uh, but what he, doesn't need, what he doesn't need is promotion. Uh, this guy is amazing. This guy is an absolute legend. What's going to happen is AB is also going to join me. And, and we're going to see who can carry who the longest. All right? It's going to be really awesome. Now, if you don't know, Luke's actually like a middle distance sprinter. And uh, he's incredibly good. And I reckon those legs have got it, man. I reckon they've got it. No, this is what we're going to do. What we're going to do is we're going to get Luke to put his arms out in a crucifix kind of way. And, um, and then AB is going to stand behind him. And AB is going to push down with some good force. And... All of you, we can't say anything at all, all right? You can believe what you want, but you can't say anything. You're then going to watch AB hover off the ground with Luke's strength. If that happens, we know that, that, that miracles are happening in this place, and we'll pray for every sickness as well. No, AB's going to push his arms down, and we're going to see how long he can keep his arms up for, all right? I'm not in this, so I don't manipulate it, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I don't want you to cheer. I don't want you to do, I just want you to be silent. I just want you to watch. I want you to consider how long Luke can, can do this for. Luke, are you up for it? Yeah. Good. Come on. <laughs> He's ready. He just goes, ready. I'm ready. Bring it on. All right. Oh, sorry. I got in the way. Yeah, sorry. My bad. <laughs> okay. Ready? Go. <laughs> Bro, bro, power to weight ratio. We've got we to have a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit further up the arm, a little bit further up the arm. Okay, we'll, we'll go again. Okay, we don't want chuckles. Don't do that. And, um, okay, ready, set, go. Now he's taking it easy. Now he's taking it easy. All right. Good being silent. This time we're going to encourage Luke, all right? We're going to cheer the heck down of him. We're going to shout him down. We're going to believe in him. We're going to tell him he can do this thing. Lukey, come on, man. you got everyone behind you. This is it. I reckon you can go three times as long. I reckon you can make this happen. Ready, set, go. Come on, Luke. Come on, lift it, lift it, lift it, lift it, lift it, lift it. Yes. Give it up for Luke. Give it up for Luke. What was good? I don't know if you saw Avi's face, but in the second one, he's like, seriously, seriously, it was good. How good was that? Hey, that was tough, you know, like, I don't strain, you know, normally, but man, that last one was good. Uh, it was all right, yeah, it could have been. He said it was all right, it could have been better. But the encouragement was good. But the encouragement was good. Yeah, it was awesome. Come on, can we give Luke a great hand? Well done, bro. I would have done the demonstration myself, but. <laughs> encouragement enlarges us. Come on, it, it, it puts courage into you. That's what encouragement is. It's about a placing of an encourage, courage in you. What is courage? Courage isn't uh, doing things that have the absence of fear. Courage is actually facing those things, approaching them regardless, stepping into it anyway. It takes courage. Come on, courage to stand when the weight that you're facing, the things that you're going through want you to cave. No, courage says, I'm going to keep on getting up. Courage speaks out when it's easier to stay silent and shrink back. But no, courage says, I've got to say something. I've got to do something. Come on, courage gets you back up when you've been knocked down. Come on, courage runs into the unknown. We need to be filled with courage. And so I want to encourage you in what has been a life scripture for me, something that God spoke into my life in one of my most challenging times. I shared about it probably about a month ago. Um, 
But it's a standalone scripture that we're going to read, but it's something that's spoken to me. And as I was preparing for this, I, I felt like God's go, there's three things that, uh, as, a, as a heavenly father, that I spoke into Joshua that I, I want to just declare afresh over every person in this room. So if you've got your Bibles, go to Joshua 1. And it says this, As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. That's awesome. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse 6, it says, Be strong and courageous. Come on, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the law that my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right. Do not turn from it to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Come on, not that you would just get by. Come on, not that you would just make it. No, that you would actually be successful, that there would be an achievement that's beyond ordinary. Oh, I love that. Come on, he doesn't want you just to, oh, cool, I just got by. No, no, he wants you to be successful. He wants you to advance. He wants you to increase. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night that you may be careful to do everything that is written in it. Then you will be prosperous and also you will be successful. Then it goes on again. Have I not commanded you? Come on, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. God, we thank you for this incredible word that was to Joshua, but we thank you that it goes beyond that moment and to the generations to come. Father, we thank you, Lord, that that's your encouragement to us is that we would be people of strength, we would be people of courage, we'd be people committed to your word and to your ways, and in that we will prosper and we will be go beyond what we could have seen in our own ability. Father, I pray, give us the capacity to grab this in our situation and our circumstance. We do not want, Lord, to limit you and saying, well, it won't work for this and it won't work for that. We say you are more than able for every area. And we believe this in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, three things that God is saying in this moment and three things that we can do. The first thing I think that God is doing in this moment, and I'll pull out little pieces, but I believe what God's doing in this moment is He is promoting Joshua. He is promoting Joshua. We have a Heavenly Father that is promoting us. We don't have a Heavenly Father that's kind of demoting us, that's, that's giving us reason to not. He, he's only giving us reason to. He's only giving us opportunity to step in, to, to rise up. And He says this in verse 6, He says, You will lead these people. What an amazing promotion. Imagine hearing audibly God speak to you saying, you will lead your family. You will influence your high school. You will make a difference in your workplace. You are going to be someone that changes atmospheres, that influences people beyond your sphere. You are a leader. And I believe that's the God that we serve. He's not a God that questions and wonders what we're going to do. No, He, in the very beginning, knitted you together and put destiny and put purpose and put a plan. And He's going, come on, you're a leader. How do you know that you're a leader? Because you're a light. And a light shines in the darkness and it attracts. So you can't shine in the darkness and not lead. You're a leader. And you're going to lead these people. Come on, I love what the Bible says. Come on, you are more than a conqueror. Come on, you're the head, not the tail. You're above, not beneath. You're designed, you're destined. You're His desire. I love this. He's saying to Joshua, come on, man, there's a purpose on your life. You're a leader. You're going to take people forward. You're going to take them from where they are, going round and around in a desert place, and you're going to lead them to what I promised them for generations earlier. You are the leader. You are a leader. Can I feel like God's saying today, come on, you are. 
Come on, you're a person of influence. You're a person of purpose. Come on, you're a person called. You're a person that carries something greater than living for yourself. You are a leader. What's amazing is there's this moment in the Bible where Jesus, um, who we know now, but at the time people were still wondering and, and kind of who is this guy and, and what does he do? And at the start of his ministry, he gets baptized by his um, cousin, uh, John the Baptist, and he gets baptized and as he comes out of the water, this amazing thing does. God the Father in an audible voice in Matthew chapter 3, it says, it says, a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. Whoa. Talk about promotion. An audible voice booms. People can hear it. And there's this voice that says, this is my son whom I love, whom I'm well pleased. What's amazing is he hadn't fed anyone. He hadn't preached a message. Come on, he hadn't healed anybody. He hadn't made the party overflow with wine. He hadn't done any miracle yet. All he had done was be there where God asked him to be. And this is my son. Come on, the moment he created Adam in the garden, he's like, wow, this is good. Now it's not good for him to be alone because imagine just all men, that's not good. But he goes, this is good. Come on, before you've done anything, before you've achieved anything, before you've got a status anywhere, before you've failed, before you've succeeded, God's going, this is my daughter. Come on, this is my son. Oh man, they're good. They're good. See, I've got to tell you, no one at Zion's rugby league games has to wonder who his parents are. He has two promoters. Numero one, numero two. Like we, I don't know what numero actually means, but it just sounds like a cool thing to say. Number? Thank you. And um, unexpected intelligence. And um, he, he's playing his game. And there are two parents on the sideline that are losing it most of the game. Come on, buddy. You can do it. Now, I don't say this in a negative way. Get him. Get him. <laughs> like, <coughs> I crack myself up when I think about the fact that their parents probably are like, on the sideline too. And there's this parent yelling at this other kid to get their kid like, get him. You got it. Like, I'm a promoter. Why? Because I love him. He's mine. I have ownership for him. Do you know that God takes ownership for you? He loves you. You're his. He, he's a promoter of you. He's a promoter of you. And I tell you, we've got to be people that are instilling promotion. We are instilling belief. We are instilling opportunity. We are instilling who they are called to be. We are promoters. Come on, God promotes us. We promote others. Come on, we believe in people. Hope, man, she knows she's a princess. She absolutely knows it. She she does not question whether she is someone of high royal value. She does not question it. Story time at night is, is exceptionally fun. Always there's a castle. Once upon a time, in the castle. That's how I just start. I love it. And then hope before you get any further, go, stop, stop, stop. Um, I, I want to I be wearing a pink dress. I'm like, who said there's a princess in the story? Who said that you're even? And she's like, come on. You know, like, hello. Uh, yeah, me. And uh, so it's like, I, I'm wearing a pink dress. I'm like, okay. And there was a princess named Hope, and she was wearing a pink. And just before you get to that point, she's like, stop, stop. I don't want a pet dragon. I want a pet unicorn. Okay, you want a pet unicorn. She knows who she is. There's a constant belief. 
I mean, you are, you are, you're a daughter of compassion. You're, you're someone who sees others. You're someone who has got a nurturing spirit. I'm, I'm promoting who she is. Zion knows who he is. He knows he's a legend. He knows he's someone who's smart. He knows he's someone who is able to help people. He knows he's someone who's got a, a life to live beyond himself. Why? Because I encourage him in it. He is going to be a professional um, AFL player as far as today. That's what he's going to be. I, we talk footy all the time. And, um, and I'll, I'll make out like he's Joe Danaher because Joe Danaher is his favourite, right? Favourite. Oh, my gosh. Danaher. You know, so then we make out like, oh, then Zion, you know, Clarky up for this Becky. Ho, ho, ho. What a mark. He goes weak at the knees. Like he's, oh, oh. Why? Because you're speaking life into them. You're speaking hope into them. You're speaking. And come on, if we could hear the voice of God, God good tonight, the God tonight, He would be speaking life into you. Come on, you're not good enough there. You haven't done enough there. Where are you measuring up there? Why is your family? I don't think that God's approach. God's approach is He's a promoter. He's a believer. He's an encourager. He's an uplifter. He wants to speak life into you. See, the great thing is, is that in God... And in the way that we promote people, we don't just promote, obviously, some of the qualities, but we promote them into places of resilience. We, we promote them into places of thoughtfulness. We promote them into places of passion and commitment and consistency. We promote them into places of making good decisions. We constantly speak life into our kids and promote them into making good decisions. Don't hang with that crowd when. You don't need to go along with that. You speak up. You can do it. You can be the one that changes it. Include others that others don't play with. It's amazing. Zion gets birthday invitations to parties that most of his other friends don't get to go to. And you go and connect and you're kind of thinking, man, what is this? What do they have in common? There's not a whole lot in common. The common point is, is that, jo- that Zion obviously shows interest in that person at some point in his school, enough that that person goes, yeah, I'd like to hang out with him more. And I was like, we went to a party last weekend uh, at Inflatable World, and, and that place is fun. And... Um, and we were there, and, and, and he's got this party with a kid called Jovi. And I'm like, mate, you've got to write a card from. What do you love doing with Jovi? He's like, hmm, uh, well, he doesn't play footy, and he doesn't play rugby league, and he, you know, and he doesn't play soccer, and he doesn't like anything sport. He doesn't play it. And he goes, oh, but he does play Tiggy now and again. Jovi, you are so good at Tiggy. Have the best birthday. You know, like, I'm like, yeah, buddy, that's heart stuff right there, right? Why? Because we promote. We speak it into them. We speak life into them. I want to encourage you, be a promoter. God is a promoter of you. Be a promoter of others. The second thing I believe God is for us is He is a protector. He's our promoter, but He's also our protector. I love what it says. It says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. How powerful is that? I will never leave you nor forsake you. Come on, the moments we feel like we're on our own, we're actually not on our own. The moments we feel like we disappoint God and God distances himself from us, wrong answer. He doesn't actually distance himself from us. He's right there, willing. The moment we turn, the Bible says, the moment our heart adjusts and calls him in, there he is. That's the amazing, I will never leave you nor forsake you. As a 14-year-old who made a constant, a, um, sorry, as a 14-year-old who made a, a very conscious decision to, to walk away from saying, I am a Christian and I am a believer in my school playground, at no point from the next four years as I was lived as an unsaved person in that sense or without relationship with God, did I not think that God was right there with me that whole time. Even though I turned to walk from Him, He never turned to walk from me. Now, He is our protector. He is always close by. He is always aware. He's always with you. He's always looking out for you. Doesn't He say that He commands the angels to be around you looking out for you? Come on, our God is your protector. 
Come on, he goes, I'll protect you. Well, how are we going to get through this? I'll get you through this. What am I going to do there? I can get you through there. I am with you. I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Come on, my rod, my staff, they will comfort you. My righteous right hand, it will lead you. I will be with you. He is our protector. Come on, as God protects us, I believe we're called to protect others. Come on, believe it. Man, we're called to protect our families. We're called to protect the ones that we love. We're called to protect the things that are valuable to us. We're called to protect. On Friday night, uh, protection kicked in pretty quick. Uh, I got home and there's still a little bit of light. And so we're like, oh, let's just go kick the footy and go for a walk down the park. And so we're like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And we're going for a walk and we've got our dog and, and, um, and the kids and stuff. And we're just walking along. And I've taught our kids with having a dog that when another dog runs at you, don't move. Don't run away. Because as soon as you run away, they're like, yeah, a playmate, you know, like, and, and so I've said, just go statue, and, and Zion's brilliant at this. I'm like, stay still, mate. He literally just goes, it's like he holds his breath. I'm like, you can still breathe, you know, like, and anyway, this golden retriever came running in, and it wasn't a puppy, but it wasn't an adult, obviously, but it was just full of life, and, and this golden retriever comes running in at Zion, and I'm like, or it came running into me, realized, oh, yeah, no, he's no fun, and um, carried on to Zion, and I'm like, stay still, mate. And so he just goes, you know, like, goes, goes still, but the, the dog's too excited, and it jumps up on him and starts to, like, freak him out and scratch him a bit and stuff like that. And so I'm like, run to me, buddy. And so he starts running to me. I've got the rugby ball in my hand, and I ditch the ball at the dog's head, and I hope there's no animal lovers here tonight, but... Anyway, I grab him. The dog's continually trying to jump on him. I get Zion behind me. I, I give a bit of the love of the Lord to the dog. I, I, I just handed little lay of laying on of hands. Just a little lay of hand on hands. And anyway, I'm like, I'm hitting at this dog. And the owner's kind of coming. I'm like, mate, you better get this dog off before I kick it in the head. And because all of a sudden, the value to me, what was most precious to me was under attack. Don't you think that you would stand in the gap and you would make a way for that one that you love to be protected? Come on, don't you love that we've got a Savior? Come on, in Jesus Christ, God the Father so loved us. Come on, when we're under attack, when things are coming against us, He sends His Son to stand in the gap. Come on, saying, devil, it's too long, too much, too no, no more taking on my kids. I've got my way. I'm going to ensure that they're safe. I am the protector. So anyway, the, the, the owner comes over and, and, and gets the dog and clips it back. He's on. Oh, I'm really sorry about that. Zion's like so upset. And, um, and he goes, oh, I kind of just slipped off. And I'm like, yeah, yeah cool. Uh, you know, I don't care. Uh, you know, just get it away from me. And then he proceeds to try and like do training techniques with it right there. I'm like, mate, get the dog out of here. You know, like, what are you doing? And I go over to Zion and I said, buddy, you did exactly what I asked you to do. You did so well, mate. You stood still and then you ran to me when I asked you to. Mate, it's not your fault. Don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. You did really good. You okay? You know, had a moment and all that kind of stuff. And then it was all good and we kicked the footy and we carried on and stuff like that. But what was awesome, what happened next was life-changing. Nadia comes up to me and goes, oh, kind of like it when the protective side comes out in you. <laughs> Holy, you know. A cat walks past. Hey, get out of here. Bird flies over. What, 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 what? I'm like, I'm the man in this house. Come behind me, guys. I got this. I got this. I got this. You know what? When you step into what you're called to do, you actually come alive. Come and you come alive. We had, this morning we honored a man. 
Doug, who's been serving in St. Vinnie's for 30 years volunteering. You come alive when you stand on behalf of somebody else. You come alive when you do what you can do to enable somebody else to be uh, cared for, to be loved, to be valued. I want to tell you, come on, men, rise up in your protection. Rise up in that which value you the most and stand for it. Enable it to live. See, the thing is, is that God protects us. He doesn't just protect us from harm, but He actually protects our understanding towards what's going to happen to us. He protects us from getting offended easy. He protects us from thinking that life is easy, that life is fair, that everything's going to go our way. He protects us from becoming soft and lacking resilience. See, he says in his word that you're going to be persecuted for my name. Come on, you're going to go through some hard stuff. You're not, everything's not going to be easy. See, we've got, a, we've got a father who protects us from thinking that, oh, now that we're, we've got God on our side, everything's easy. No, no, we're never going to get sick and we're never going to have marriage challenges and we're never going to have, uh, be in places where we're out of our depth. No, 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 God's saying, come on, there's going to be constantly moments where you'll be, you're out of your depth. But he's saying, come on, I'm protecting you from thinking that that's now unfair and I'm not for you. No, expect it. That's what's going to happen. That's just a part of life. And we've got to do that the same as and the ones that we love is go, hey, this stuff's going to happen. Matey, I know the dog jumped in you, but it's just going to happen. We can't control every dog and what it does, but don't be afraid. Don't be fearful of that. It was amazing because at this party of Jovi's at the inflatable world, his other um, cousins and all that kind of friends were there from this kid. And, and anyway, I'm going over to tell him that I'm having some hot chips in the cafe and just so he knows where I am. And, and the word gets out that Zion's been punched in the face. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. You know, and now if it was hope, that whole place would have shut down, shut down. They would have called the squat team. They would have been crazy. But with Zion, I'm approaching the situation and I think about it. And rather than going on, who did that, mate? What happened? I approach the situation and okay, first thing I'm thinking is, did, did you punch somebody else and, and it's just come back at you? Now, he would never do that out of, um, out of a thought to do that. It would just be out of like absolutely over pumped about playing on stuff and all that kind of thing and getting rough. And I said, mate, did you do anything? He goes, no. And I said, did you punch him back? You know, you're wondering what you want me to do, aren't you? You're all thinking, what do you want him to do? Do you want him to punch back? Like, I said, did you punch him back? And he goes, no. I said, that's awesome, mate. Proud of you. Now his cheek was all kind of red and, and all, the, all his other little crew were there were like, oh, mate, you know. And I said, mate, you're all right, eh? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, don't worry about it. This stuff happens. Move on. Have a good time. You've still got another 40 minutes. Get in the mix turn around, walk off. We're going to teach people to have some resilience. (laughs) What's more harmful, a sore cheek for an hour or to make somebody highlight, exaggerate, over-grammatize, grammatize, uh, (laughs) over-dramatize. We got this together, guys. We got this. (laughs) to over-dramatize a situation like that and make it something that, oh, well, next time you're out playing with kids and next time you're in an environment that you don't know everyone, maybe someone's going to do that to you, so you just better be careful. Come on, we've got a society that's trying to say, oh, that happens to you, don't do that anymore. Oh, that, then don't trust them anymore. Oh, then, mate, life happens. You get punched in the face. You're all right. You're not going to go blind. There's no blood. Let's go. Have a good time. And he's like, okay, yeah, no worries. All right, awesome. And we move on. We've got to protect people. Come on, protect the ones you love. Protect the friends you've got. Protect them from getting offended easy. Protect them from living in a place of unforgiveness. Protect them from that going, hey, it's just part of life. We're all human and we make mistakes, but just get up and keep on going. Don't hold offense. Let's go. Protect, protect. And God does the same with us. I think we can do the same for others. He protects, he promotes, and he provides. (laughs) He's a provider. 
Our God is a provider. He says, be very strong. Be very courageous. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from the left or to the right. You may be successful wherever you go. Wow. Keep this book of the law on you, your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it, that you will be prosperous and successful. Come on, team. Why don't you come and join me? I love that. He is our provider. He provides very clear instruction for Joshua to go and to enter in and to live out the leadership that he's called to live and to enter into the promise that God's called him to enter into and to take people where he's asked them to take to. He gives us direction. He is, he is our provider. He is our provider. He provides a way by parting the sea. He provides a way from bringing food from heaven. He provides a way. He is faithful and He is a provider. Come on, the area of need in your life, I want to tell you that your God, come on, not only is He your promoter, not only is He your protector, He is your provider. Come on, He is the one that longs to provide the breakthrough for you. Come on, He is the one that just needs us to take a step of trust, take a step of faith and allow Him then to do what He can do. Come, was their foot not in the river before the Jordan started to part? Did it not go to knee deep? Did it not go to another place? No, they stepped in and as they stepped into what God had asked them to do, then God was able to provide. Come on, He is our provider. Come on, He is our provider. Follow His Word, follow His ways and we we can wait. Watch God do what only God could do in our life. He is our provider. Not only is our provider in the things of, and in the areas of need in our life, but He's also the provider of the example of how to live our life. Don't you love it that Jesus said, come follow me. Don't just, yeah, there'll be things I'll say and I'll give instruction, but no, no, come follow me. Peter, get out of the boat. Come follow me. Come follow me. Tax, come follow me. Simon, come follow me. He says, come follow me follow me. He's a provider of direction. He's a provider of strength. He's a provider of stability. He's a provider of knowing the characteristics and the ways that we are to live our lives. Man, I want to encourage you. Come on, God is your provider. Come on, God has an answer for your situation. He's not going to say we might not be out of our depth. No, we will often be out of our depth, but God will provide. Come on, He'll give you assurance. He will give you confidence. He'll enable you to be what? Strong, and courageous because <laughs> He is your provider. It's not in your ability. It's not on your own. He is our provider. Can I encourage us, men, women, as we lead, as we love? Come on, will we be people that would provide direction to others? Come on, will we be people who provide faith for people in the places where they feel faithless? Come on, will we be people that would stand on their behalf when they're facing situations and say, I will pray with you. I will pray for you. I'll believe God on your behalf. Could we be people that provide faith? Come on, in our families, in our communities, in our workplaces, in our universities. Could we provide faith? Could we provide strength? Could we provide courage so that people would step into the unknown? Come on, they would go beyond what they've seen. That everything is easy, but come on, we've got a provision of strength. We've got a provision of stability. We've got a provision of faith that we can be strong. The reason He says be strong is because not everything's going to be easy. But I want to tell you that God will provide your strength. He'll provide your confidence. He'll enable you to stand tall. He'll give you assurance about what you're doing. He'll create stability. He'll enable you to take some knocks and keep on going. See, what's amazing about this is he says, as I was with Moses, 
so I will be with you. Wow, that's big. Now we love that as a cool line and we love that as it just sounds, just sounds good. When you think about how God was with Moses and what Moses did, you start realizing the enormity of that statement isn't just like, you know how I was friends with Moses? Yeah, I can be your buddy too. <laughs> no, no, you know how Moses killed someone and then he fled to the desert? Well, I was with him there. And when you feel like you're in a desert place, I'll be with you as well. When you feel like you're failing, it doesn't go the way that you thought and you wished you'd done it, don't worry, I'll be with you there. <laughs> Come on, when you feel directionless and without purpose like Moses was, no, I was with him there and a burning bush moment happened and it turned his life around. And you know how I called him to something bigger than himself to go before Pharaoh and he didn't know what to say? Well, I was with him there and I enabled him to face that situation and, and lead people to a place of freedom. And you know how then when he led those people out, he was stuck between the sea and all of the, the army of the Egyptians and they were going to kill him? He goes, well, don't worry. I was with him there and I was the one that parted the Red Sea. So I'll be the one that parts the Jordan. I'll be the one that enables the giants to come down. I'll see the walls of Jericho be fulfilled. The promise you carry, I'm the one who's with you that can enable this to take place. As I was with Moses. Come on, so I'll be with you. Come on, tonight, as he was with Moses, so he longs to be with you. Whether you feel like you're in a desert place, whether you feel like you're in a place that God's called you to something far greater than yourself, whether you feel like you're in the place of filling God's purpose, but the enemy's close behind, I want to tell you, He's with you. You are not alone. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And so what I'd love us to do tonight is I'd love every person, why don't we stand to our feet? And we're not going to take a long time, but we are going to have a good time. And we're going to just declare that amazing song that we sung a little earlier that declares your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. On this Father's Day, God, we say thank You. Thank You for Your faithfulness. Thank You, Lord, that You're our provider. Thank You, Lord, that You're my promoter. Thank You, Lord, that You're the one that's the protector. Thank You, Lord, that I can't go far from You. Thank You, Lord, that even when I turn my back, You don't turn Yours. And we're going to just worship for a moment. And I'm believing that God's presence is going to just come. Come on, it's going to comfort you. It's going to encourage you. It's going to bring strength to your situation. Come on, all over this place. Would we have a moment of worship tonight? Come on, why don't we just worship? Great is your faithfulness.
every eye closed and every heart open. If you're here and you're facing a situation and you need just the hand of God to freshly be at work in your life, it's not a head understanding that you're asking for. You know He's with you, but a sense of proximity isn't there like you'd like it. I'm not asking if you're away from God, but there's things that you're facing. You just need God to move the mountain. Come on, you need to see Him do another miracle in your life. You need to see His presence, that sense of proximity, just go to another level. Come on, would you be bold enough tonight? When everyone's looking around, come on, just lift your hand and say, Craig, I need that proximity. Come on, I need that sense of God to move things. Come on, in the possible and in the impossible, I need Him to move. Come on, I need provision. I need clarity, man. I need a breakthrough. I've tried many things to get this relationship back on track, but it just seems like nothing's working. God, we need you. God, we've been believing you for the provision of a home, but everything seems to be going the opposite way. God, we need you to move a mountain. Father, these health crises and these health situations, God, they're weighing down. And though we stand on your promise, it's heavy right now. God, I need you to move the mountain. Come on, let's stand in faith just for a moment. Come on, let's believe that the God, come on, who's your promoter, the God who's your protector, the God of of our provision, come on, in this moment is going to turn things around. That's going to, come on, renew that in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank You that as Your Word says, as You were with Moses, so You are with us. So we choose, Lord God, to afresh lay it at Your feet, place it in Your hands, give it over to Your capacity and Your ability to do what You can do. God, we're asking for divine connections. Father, right now I'm asking for fresh encounters for people. Father, the warmth of Your love. Lord, that the promotion of Your voice towards them, that they are Yours, that You love them, that You believe in them. God, that they would know that You are the God that is for them and not against them. Father, we pray, God, where people are needing supernatural provision like manna from heaven, we say You can do it. God, we're praying, Lord, for people who are sick in their bodies where we need a miracle. We stand now and believe that the blood of Jesus will be able to create a divine breakthrough in Jesus' Name. Lord, we declare by Your stripes, we are healed in Jesus' Name. Father, I pray with this relational breakdown. Father, with this the pain of the situation of even today that it brings Father's Day. God, I pray that the comfort that can only come from You, Lord, that surpasses our understanding and enables us to have security. I pray right now that people would know that peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, I pray this in the name of Jesus. We honour You when we thank You. As You were with Moses, so You are with us. You're not distant, You're not far off. this podcast from life if you have any questions or want to contact someone about this message visit lifeau.org